0: to be here and glad you're here. So if we're all glad to be here, stand with us. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Brother Mike, will you open us this morning? Amen. Amen. Any birthdays? Anniversaries? 5.25 in your red book, we'll go to the blue book in a minute, but 5.25, it goes with 250 in your blue book. 250. want to live in glory by and by. And as long as I've got Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, follow him every day, that's exactly where he's leading me. Uh, God doesn't lead us to the wrong place, church. Uh, We may try to go wrong, but God will lead us right if we will go that way uh, with him. So uh, do be much in prayer for those on our prayer request list. Don't forget that uh, Brother Lonnie will be with us uh, June the 24th and 25th. Start praying for him. Uh, and if the Lord allows, he will be also with us that Sunday morning of the 26th. We will also have a baptism that service that morning after service. Uh, so do uh, remember that as well in your prayers. Um, continue to pray for those. Uh, again, as we said on our prayer request, remember Jason. Uh, In your prayers this morning, lift him up. Uh, Today uh, was Calvin Rainwater. uh, In your prayers this morning, Uh, let me open this back up here. Donna Cottle. In your prayers, these were spoken requests we'd had last week. Any others this morning? This morning, if you would,
1: yeah.
0: Kate. If Kate, if if Marshall don't come between now and Wednesday, Kate is evicted. Him. So remember that. But she's been having a lot of pain, and and so remember her in your prayers. Any others this morning? Unspoken. Amen. Stand with us this morning, our ushers come. Father, we thank you, Lord, today for your love and mercy. Thank you, dear God, for the many blessings you give us, Lord. Thanking you for allowing us to be in your house, dear God. Father, we pray, Lord, that your will would be done, your name be glorified. Father, I ask you this morning that you would draw us close to thee and one to another. Help us, dear God, to be faithful. Help us, dear God, to be true. Lord, I ask you this morning that you just bless the offering. Let it be for thy glory, for thine honor, and thy kingdom. We'll give you glory, honor, and praise in the blessed name of Christ Jesus. And amen. Amen. Page 218. different ones we've talked to. Sometimes it seems like they're kind of going through the same things, uh, maybe different ways. But uh, Sister Joanne is saying, you know, there's a fountain that we can go back to constantly and get revived. But uh, I want to talk about our sang several songs this morning a few that we hadn't picked out but God knew we needed them to help us in confirmation of our thoughts and so we're going to go with that this morning if you got your bibles go over to the book of judges the 6th chapter I won't pretend to be the one that found this um, particular uh, chapter this morning. I did it. I was dealing with faith at home and thinking about faith and looking up scriptures. I've got several to, to go on when God allows us to preach those thoughts But listening to a preacher this morning coming down here and he started here and he talked about this and the more he talked about it, the more I prayed about it and the more I prayed about it, the more God seemed to be dealing with me in a different direction. Not different in faith, but different in the application this morning of talking to us about it. So if you would stand with us this morning, we're going to read. In different places, but uh, let's just start in verse eight. It said that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, "Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and I and I brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all them that oppressed you, and drave them out from before you." And gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in the, whose land you dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat down under an oak which was at Ophrah, and the pretense unto Josh the Eberzite and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thy mighty man of valor. Father, this morning I thank you for your love, your mercy, and grace, and I ask you, dear God, to help us today to do that which you would have us to do and be that which you would have us to be. Help us, Lord, to draw close to thee one to another, precious God, that we may help and encourage one another, and we'll give you glory, honor, and praise in the blessed name of Christ Jesus. In his name we pray, amen, amen. You may be seated this morning. I want you to think about some of the thoughts that we started off here with. He said thus that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, and he said unto them. I brought you out from the Egypt. I, excuse me, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. I, in verse eight, and nine, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, out of the hand of all that oppressed you, and drave them out from before you, and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. And I say this morning that God's done a great work in all of our lives in giving us salvation. God's done a great work in all of our lives in in bringing us out from the bondage of sin and, and the things that we were dealing with there. And in so doing, God has continued to increase and multiply the blessings that God has bestowed upon us. And sometimes, I will say this, we forget what God has done. And instead, we look at what's going on. And we begin to waver or doubt or even shrink, we might say, in our faith. We become weaker instead of stronger. And I will say this morning, I thought about this little as much if God is in it. That that song, Sister Barbara, was just perfect for helping me in this. I was thinking about the song God on the Mountain, because in that song there, it, it talks about how that what God is doing or what God can do is greater than all the things that I can do. And I know this morning, church, if we'll put our faith and our trust in the Lord who bought us and brought us, we'll be better off for it. But we sometimes begin to look instead of think. We, we begin to look on what we see instead of think about what we know. And I, and I know this this morning, and I and I thought about this, this passage is so good in so many ways, and I would today that that maybe there would be A lot of little churches around that would hear this, but also the people in the little churches would begin to understand that what God did in your life as an individual was a perfect work in order to bring you to a place that he could use you in a mighty way. And that mighty way is not based upon you, but rather it's based upon him. And when you put your faith and your trust in him, God can and will use you mightily in this life. Do you realize the reflection of your life might be that someone is saved maybe more often than you think? Maybe more lives are changed or strengthened in more ways than you think. And, and, and this is like this. In, in our homes, our workplaces, in our schools, uh, we ought to be light. But we ought to be light also in, in the world around us. I mean, it's not, how hard is it to really be a light in Walmart? I walked around Walmart yesterday shopping. We was looking for some things. We were just trying to take some time in a, in a cool place to, to just, you know, get out and walk and, and, and need, get what we want, but maybe look and see if there, or get what we need, but maybe look and see if there was something we want. And how many times have you walked through Walmart? And I mean to tell you, there, there's times and you walk through there and they got the same old things they've had for all eternity, it seems like. But every so often you see that one thing. We went down the clearance aisle. Where are you going, Brother Arnie. Just, just hang on with me. We went down the clearance aisle, and they had there an extension cord or a, a surge protector. It was wound. It was cool. It was 6 bucks, and I bought it. Why did you buy it? Well, I wanted it. I just bought something I wanted. I can use it somewhere, as I know I can, but, but I, I wanted it. You think about something, church. We, we see things we want sometimes, and we, we don't even think about it. We just want them. And we'll reach out and we'll get them because we can afford to get them. There are things that God wants us to want, and we don't want those things because they're not so easy sometimes to get. But do you realize that you can be a light any place that you're at if you want to be a light for Christ? You think about it. We get mad when we go through Walmart, don't we? We're there for what we want. We're there for what we need. We get mad at what's going on around us. And I thought we walked out of there. And, and, and I thought to myself, what has happened to our, our country? Where has the morals gone? Where has morality gone? Has it disappeared completely? There was a time when, when, when I would say this, swim swimsuits covered more than what people wear to Walmart. And today they cover even less than what they wear to Walmart. And you can't hardly go to Walmart for what's going on there, let alone for who's there. But, but church, listen to me. What happened is where I'm trying to get to. What, What transpired? What changed? People forgot what God had done in their lives. People forgot what God had done in this country. You realize I was thinking this morning, there was a time when church was a place you got to go. I mean, they wanted to go to church. It was a place you got to go. Now it's a place you go. There's a difference. You know what? I I, I remember as a kid, there was a time when I loved it. I got to go to Walmart. I got to go to Kmart. I'd get to go to Sears. I mean, there was a time when, when going down to... uh, I can't even remember the place there in Little Rock. We would go down there, and we could buy a few groceries on one end of the store, and on the other end of the store, there were some models there, and Papa would always buy me a model. Every summer I went to Papa's, I got me a model. And so I got to go to that place. I mean, it was a place I got to go. I wanted to go. Instead, now today, I'll just be honest, Walmart's the place we go. We need some food. We need a few things here. We don't want to go down here, so we go here. We get to go to... We we, 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 want, we just go, you know, to the store. We go to the gas station. How many likes going to the gas station right now, huh? I mean, it's not any fun. But let me just say this. There was a time, though, when church was a place you got to go. Today it's a place we go. What's the difference, Brother Ernie, the mindset of the people going to church? The attitude and the desire of the people going to church. The the faith of the people who are going to church. I mean, we need to be coming to church to see God do something. We need to be coming to church to see what God wants to do with us, what God will do through us. I mean, every time I'm coming to the house of God, I'm going to tell you something, church. I, I, I come here, and I want God to do something, whether it's with you or with me. I want God to do something. If I've had a rough week, I want God to do something in me. I want something. God to do something with me. Maybe I've had a blessed week, and as I've had a blessed week, I'm asking God now to help me to do something so that you'll have a good week. You'll have a blessed time. God reminded them reminding Gideon of what God had done what he had done and then he says in verse 12 and the angel Lord appeared unto him and said unto him the Lord is with thee that's a separate thought by the way in that thing there's, there's a comma there hold that there's a separate thought the Lord is with thee now if he had said the Lord is with thee only Gideon you and I would be in trouble but that's not what he said he said, the Lord is with thee. God is with us. Jesus Christ being born, thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Hey, church, it didn't end with Gideon. It wasn't just in the prophets. When Christ came, the Lord God came, and he was with us. And even this, he said, i go into to the Father. I will send you another comforter. In other words, I'm not leaving you. You're not going to be alone. I even like what he's told the disciples. He said, You've seen all these things that have been done. He said, Greater things than these thou shalt do. Wow, I mean, God really wants to work, does he not? God really wants to move, does he not? There are things that God has planned out that you and I are sitting here going, Well, God would never do that. Why? Because you won't let him. Instead of saying, God, when do I get to do that? God, when? Is this going to happen? Think about the song we sung. Son, go get thy children. Go bring thy children home. We talk about this. Preachers always talk about how Jesus is there on the threshold of heaven, standing at the steps, just waiting, just waiting, just waiting to go. If he's anticipating, why aren't we anticipating? I mean, if he's wanting to do something, why aren't we wanting to do something? Well, Brother Ernie, he wants to come and get us. I want to go. There's a song that used to be sung, Must I Go in Empty Handed. Think about that for a minute, church. I wanted to sing the song, Press Along, Glad Soul, Press Along this morning. It was in our, our, our one of our other books. I told the choir, I said to sing all the songs I wanted to sing this morning, I had to get four books. I had to compromise a little bit. We got the songs out. We sung songs. We're supposed to sing glorious songs to the Lord and love them. But then he said, Thou mighty man of valor. Amazing, Gideon's not mentioned among David's mighty men, but God said to Gideon, Thou art a mighty man of valor. Why? Because Gideon had a purpose heart. Do you realize he was fixing to do something great within this? And, and here's the deal. I, the reason I wanted to talk about faith this morning and... and The Lord dealing with me about faith, but then to listen to this here. And the more I listen, the more I realize this. See, the Bible says that the trial of your faith be more precious than that of gold. If you stay the course, and not only in staying the course, but you also are willing to take on the course. You ever thought about the people who just simply stop and say, Well, I'll just stay here because I just can't go no further? I was digging a hole yesterday. Or or Friday. I have a little device. Brother Philip, you know I'm talking about that that Direct Connect locator. It measures down to a wire. Well, somewhere where that wire is, my gas line's there. And so it said it was a foot 11 inches. I thought, well, I can dig a foot 11 inches. I mean, after all, it shouldn't be too hard, right? I'm not digging a great big hole. But can I tell you, at about a foot two inches, I was ready to quit. Rock, rock, rock. We're living in Arkansas. Rock. But I kept plugging away, kept going at it. Brother Gary's sweat dropping off my nose. Next thing I know, I mean, tell you, my shirt's wet. My eyes are burning. I kept going. I was about ready to quit, and I stuck that wand down there in the hole, and there the hole said, said two inches. I thought, boy, I can get two inches in the next minute about 10 minutes later I finally got that two inches done but I didn't give up I was searching for a wire if I could find that wire I could complete that locate church I'm going to tell you something some of us strive harder and work harder for the things that don't really mean that much than we do for the things of God we give up so easily on the things of God I, I just understand this tonight, the that, that day that when we look at this, if we are supposed to be people of God, mighty men, mighty women of valor, servants of the Lord. And we know that God is with us, right? Because we say it all the time, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We'll declare, who can separate me from the love of God? And we'll go through all the list of things. We'll say, nobody. And then we'll say, yay, And all these, we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let some little hard thing come up. Let some little trial come up. Let some little difficulty come up. Let some little pain come up. Let some, I mean, just tell you the truth. And all of a sudden, we're not doing anything for God. Church, our faith attitude makes us who we are in Christ Jesus. Faithful is he that is called. Think about that. Who will do it? Unto him that is able to do abundantly above all that we ask or think. Man, we declare that. But what about us? What about us? I mean, after all, you've got to ask yourself the question. We know the rest of the story here, don't we? So I won't read it to you. I've got just a few minutes, so I'll just explain it to you. Gideon started off with 32,000 men. We know what happened. He, He said, all you cowards that go home. Is that what he said, brother? No, no, that's not what he said. God said, send them all home that are afraid, that are fearful. Let them go back. And they did. 22,000 disappeared. You say, Brother Ernie, well, you know, God said that there's too many there. He needed to wean them down. What amazes me is how that people get so afraid when they know that God's there. I, I In my mind's eye, I've seen all that God does. And by the way, we're like this, church. So I'm not telling you I'm not like this. We're like this. But in my mind's eye, I'm thinking to myself, God just said, reminded getting everything that He done there. And, and God has reminded us of all the things that he has done there. And now God says, everybody that's afraid, go to the house. And, and I can just see in myself where people look around. I'm not afraid. God's on my side. Instead, they lied out doesn't make any sense. When things are tough, we ought to stick together, not fall apart. Our faith ought to hold us tight to the Lord, not take us away. You say, Brother Ernie, but the Bible, I know why God did what he did. I know God knew what was in their heart. I know God was saying there was too many for him to work. And, And by the way, I would just say this. It, it, the effect of that happens to affect other people around us because here's where we're going church Gideon saw this and the 10,000 left behind saw this and then God separates them again those that bow down and drink send them home But those that lap the water like a dog pull the hand up take them on with you alright here we go now, I want to ask you a question. You lost 22,000. Now you're fixing to lose 9,700. How many of you starting to feel like things are going the wrong direction? It's just not right. No hope, no use, no need to go on. Can I tell you something, church? God can do great things with a little bit if he gets all the little bit. That I'm just a little person in a great big world. I'm one individual. And, 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 I, and I know church, we look at things and we say things. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm just one. But God sees one and the value the one will do makes the difference for the Lord. And the Lord will make the difference in that One. So now we got two or three, we got four or five, we got six. Seven. Hey, Gideon's got three hundred. There was something else about the three hundred though that Gideon had when he goes there. He doesn't take and take them out there with the mass arms. What do they got? A trumpet in one hand and a light in the other. Praise and worship. The sound of victory is not. What well, we think about, the sound of victory is faith, faithfulness. I want you to understand something. They did not, they could not carry the light and the trumpet, the shield, the sword, the spear. I mean, maybe, maybe they had a rock cannon. I don't know what they had, but they couldn't carry everything, so they took two things with them. 300 took two things. 32,000 started out Three hundred left. What did the three hundred have that the rest didn't have? They had to have faith, Amen. steadfast faith. Think about Joshua and Caleb. Twelve go down, twelve come out. Ten cowards and two winners. They wanted to go. Two had faith. Two went. The other ten and the rest, 40 years, wandering, dead, done, gone, don't go. And Caleb gets his inheritance. Joshua becomes one one of the great leaders of the Bible. We look at Joshua and we think about him. Why? Because those two had faith. Why is Gideon here? Because Gideon had faith. Why are 300 here mentioned? Because they also had faith. Because Gideon says this take a trumpet, take a light, let's go. I wonder how many of them said, but wait a minute, Gideon. What about my sword? What about my spear? What about my shield? What about my armor? Who's, who's going to carry these things? Who's going to take these things? Can't we, can't we just put a bunch of stuff on a wagon and pull the wagon and, and go? And Gideon's telling them, here's how we're going. And then he gets there and he says, by the way, we're surrounding them. We could have surrounded them with 32,000, but now there's 300. How are we surrounding them? You know what the Bible said? That God looks for a man to fill in the gap. But he didn't tell you that there might not be but a gap between you and the next guy anyways. You just got to fill in this gap. This is the part where God wants you. This this gap is here. This is the gap to fill in. Why? Because God's guarding that gap. God's guarding that gap. He just wants somebody of faith to stand in this gap. Think about what he's doing. Think about what he's saying. They're going out there, and now they're going to surround the the, the enemy. Where's the faith? Gideon's got faith. He's listening to God. I mean, he doesn't put out the fleece. He doesn't saw God work, right? He's going there. He's doing the things God wants him to do. But now Gideon's faith is what's affecting the faith of those who are following him. Your faith affects your followers. We'll say kids don't understand, but you know what broke my my, my Kate, Kate, uh, everly's heart this morning. I want to be with Nana Papa that no, she wasn't crying. I want to be with Nan and Papa. she ain't feel good. you know what she's crying. I want to go to church, and well oh brother ernie, she don't listen to me, except you become as a little child, you shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Her cry was that I want to go to church. She wasn't getting a dress put on. She was getting other clothes. She wanted to go to church. Why? Because she knew we were going to church, and she wanted to be in church. Can I say this? Nana and Papa never wake up in the morning and go, Oh, man, i got to go to church. Heaven help us. Nana woke up this morning, Papa got a shower first, and she says, I don't like running late. Do we always show up with bells and whistles? No, sometimes it's hard to show up with bells and whistles when you don't feel like it. But I always show up believing God can do something. God will do something. If only with me, I know God's got something planned. Your faith rubs off on other people. Faithfulness rubs off on other people. Think about what he's saying here this morning. Gideon's saying, all those that are afraid go back. They go back. So if you say to people, hey, everybody who don't want to go, don't go. There are a lot of them going to go. Then he starts separating out wisdom. Those who desire knowledge and understanding and have faith and and are willing to go. And, And God knows how to do all the separating. That's why my Bible says that God is the pruner, not me. He pruneth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now we got three hundred men, Gideon. They're listening. We're going to surround them. How are we surrounded them? There ain't enough of us. They didn't ask that. Instead, they did exactly what Gideon said to do. They flooded out. How do you know, brother? Ernie? because there's not a chapter written on doubt in the midst of these three hundred. And at the right time, they did what they were supposed to do. And by the way, what I love about it is the faithfulness of those men not to run, but to stand and declare God. Think about it, church. The enemy down in the middle, they didn't know what to think. They didn't have faith. They didn't have light. They didn't have God's word. There were so many things they were missing that day that night when they were getting surrounded them, that they all run and they turned one another, killed one another, and the men who did not have swords did not have spears, did not have shields, did not have anything but a trumpet, and the light returned home victorious because they had the faith that was illustrated and also the faith that they had in their lives. They stayed. Now, why I say all of that? Well, because I want to say this this morning. Our little church has gone through a lot of things just like that. And sometimes we get weak in the faith. And sometimes we start saying we can't do this and we can't do that. But over the last little bit, God's been blessing our faithfulness. And when we've stayed in spite of going... God, and it just took time, and, and now we've got people who are saying, why don't we do this, and why don't we do that? And they want to figure out how to get things in the hands of people who, who, who to, to, to tell them where our church is or show them our church times. They want to do things to uh, draw attention unto God, and you say, Brother Ernie, we can't do, listen to me, every time we say we can't do, we're telling God he's, done, he's not done anything. I'm tired of telling God he can't do something. We had our revival services with Brother Tim. I enjoyed it. We got Brother Lonnie Burks coming in June. Brother Mike, matter of fact, i got to tell you, Brother Mike said that he would be here if we wanted him here in September, but he asked if he could come the 12th through the 14th, which is a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I thought, Lord, Brother Mike coming on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. If you want him here, he'll be here. And if he'll come, he'll come, right? And if you don't come, he'll still come if I tell him to come. But I want Brother Mike here. I thought we wanted Brother Mike to come back. These are the dates he offered. Why should I doubt that God can do great things on a Monday night? Or Tuesday night? Or Wednesday night? and only believe that God can work on a Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday night? Or a Friday, Saturday night? I'm just telling you, church. Think about what we say sometimes. Is our faith in God or is it in ourselves? I can do nothing, the Bible tells me. But He can do all things. Faith. Gideon, you're going to lose. Why? Because 22,000 is going home. You're going to lose. Why? Because 9,700 is going home. Gideon, you're going to lose. You ain't got no weapons. You ain't got nothing. All you got is a trumpet and a lion. You're going to lose, Gideon. Gideon said, I may lose, but God will win. Think about it. God did the separating, not Gideon. Who got the glory? God. Why did the separating take place? Because God said there were so many here, I wouldn't get any glory out of this. So let's send them home so that I'll get the glory. Why? So the people will see that God is still God. Song's true. Life's easy when you're up on the mountain. Down the valleys you figure out what you're made of and who your faith's in. Would you stand this morning? Heavenly Father, today we thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. We thank you, dear God, for your love, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, precious Father, for what you've done for us in our lives. God, I know this morning without you I am incapable. Father, I know today though with you It's true, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I understand, dear God, today that nothing is impossible with you. Lord, I pray, Father, make my faith strong. Help me, Father, to grow in faith, not to be doubting. Lord, I pray this morning that our hearts and our minds would be set to you and that our faith would be steadfast unmovable, always abounding. Lord, so that we know that our labor is not in vain in Christ. Lord, I pray this morning to help us to be that which we need to be, to do that which we need to do, and make a purpose in our heart, Father, to follow you, no matter where, no matter what, no matter when. We ask you, Lord, do these things. We pray in Christ's holy name. Amen. If you have a desire this morning,